Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. <laughs> and the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B. And Randy, Lot B minus out here in sunny and smoky California. I am very excited to be back. I feel like I have not done a show in an awful long time, so I am excited to be back. Randy, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. I am thrilled to have you back as well. That is not that is not just something nice to say. I can't even describe the anxiety and nervousness that I have going on to the show without you. It's kind of a weird thing. It's like you're my it's like you're my blanket and I'm Linus. I don't know. It's weird. Like, like my, I'm, I'm your safety net. Like we're Thunder yeah. Buddies. Thunder Buddies for life. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> thunder Buddies for life. Don't make it weird. We, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, so we've got a wild card episode. We are smoking Cameroons. We'll get into that in a minute. We're drinking a cocktail. Uh, Randy Rum-based cocktails this week. Uh, we'll get into that uh, in a minute. I uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you're watching live on Facebook, go ahead and hit that share button. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, share our lovely faces. Well, Randy's lovely face and my steadily whitening beard uh, with the uh, with your uh, friend group. They will appreciate it and thank you for it later. Um, Randy, today's show is brought to you by the fine folks at Drew Estate. Why don't you tell our lovely audience, listening audience, a little bit about... Uh, things that are happening at uh, at Drew Estate. Drew Estate, they're our sponsor. <laughs> Smoke their cigars. <laughs> Crushed. Awesome. We uh, we didn't really talk about that before we went live. I just kind of popped into my head. It's like, oh, crap, we have a read. That's it, huh? We've, That's the read. It's, it's been edited since my last appearance. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've made some adjustments. We've made some adjustments. All, all seriousness, uh all love to Drew Estate. They're a great partner for Flavor Odyssey. Rob, go. <laughs> Look, this is, uh, we didn't even plan this out, Randy. We are both uh, company men this evening. You've got your uh, your lovely dojo smoking shirt. I've got a, a nice dojo t-shirt going. This is probably the most comfortable t-shirt I own. Boom. Gotta be, right? It's, it's like, it's just super freaking comfortable. I wish I had seven of them. I'm going to have to rework my contract to get a few more <laughs> built in, I think. But uh, uh, anyway, we are, do we are dojo company men tonight. Speaking of the dojo, boys are joining us from Colorado. Eric, Jordan. Yes, hello. we Happy are you. here. We're here. Hey. We're excited to be here. We're, we're here. We're we, here. We are. <laughs> hey, Robbie, you, you made your bet with Jack uh, and the San Francisco Giants and the Rockies just too early in the season. Yeah, I did. I did, although uh, as um, the great uh, William Cooper will tell you, they, they blew it today. They, yeah, but uh, did you see that score yesterday? They scored 23 was, points. It's, uh, it's they're runs. Not, they're not really called points. but <laughs> Whatever. It, it, I mean, they serve the same purpose. But, uh, yeah, that was last night. Was, 23 runs. That's historic. Uh, it was an historic or no. a historic? No, a historic. It's always an if it's before a vowel. But some people change it because they pronounce Maybe historic historic. That's you know, that's like the caveat there, which I don't and like. It's the one like that's they could say people an feel historic. I don't like that. It's an, well, an historic evening. That's I don't know. I, I I say both. I think when I write it, I tend to put and. Nobody cares. Well, when you write I, it, you definitely should put a historic. No, no negative. 
Um, <laughs> that's the correct way to do it. So are you telling me every time I write an historic thing in one of my reviews, you edit it out? I edit it right out. Just bloop, it's gone. Yeah, well, well done, Jordan. She well gone. Done. Mm. Yeah, 20, what, 23 runs, 27 hits. Uh, it was, Alex Dickerson it was a almost, blowout. Hit, almost hit four home runs in that game. It's, uh, he's only the 15th player in MLB history to have five extra base hits in one game. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Anyway, it was a hell of a game. That was a lot of fun. I wasn't watching the beginning of it. I was doing some work, and I tuned in later when I saw that he had three jacks. I was like, holy crap. Um, but uh, be that as it may, you are correct. I did make that bet too early. But anyway, whatever. I, I called him the boss once. I feel like I paid my debt, and we'll move on. Because the Rockies uh, suck now. So it happens every season. Everyone, nobody. They start hot and and die away. Yeah, die away. So what? So we've got uh, we've got uh, Cameroon cigars. I think we're all smoking something different today. And the reason we went, Randy, with Cameroon, uh, it was one of the wrappers. We had to cut a few uh, wrappers this season, really. Um, Right. As one hundred and fifty percent of you know, we are dividing this season up into six different wrappers. We are halfway through. Right, more, more than half. Yeah, yeah, halfway through. You're right. Great. So we've got three coming up. Um, yep. But uh, one of the the rappers that uh, was, I think, the final cut. Actually, the, the exactly. last one to get cut was Cameroon. So we thought, you know, we've got a wild card episode. Let's do Cameroon. And in honor of uh, Casa Fuente, which Randy, we have not been able to go to together. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will be able to do that soon. Mm. Uh, they serve a hell of a mojito over there. So. We decided to uh, go with a mojito pairing. Uh, we talked a bit about aged rum versus white rum. I'm uh, double fisting tonight to, to get the best of both experiences wow, here. Dog. Dana's busy tonight. Yeah, she and I, <laughs> she's, I, I do have another one that's halfway prepared just in case. Uh, oh, yeah, you're going to need a refill on whichever one tastes better. Uh, you know, they both taste pretty good, but uh, we'll get into that uh, so we're, we all have mojitos going. That's true, right? Yes. Exactly. Now, we made we ours with without bourbon. question. Without question. Just kidding. You, oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I toyed around with the idea of just taking you guys off and just making our mojitos with bourbon. <laughs> also known as a uh, a uh, some other. Well, that's bourbon. like what we. That's like a, no. a mint julep kind of. No, that's lemon. kind of. No, it's not. There's no lime in a mint julep. Right. I said kind of. I don't think there's any fruit in a mint julep, is there? Mint. There's lemon. Lemon. Anyways, enough of that. Keep going. Um, already. I've missed you guys. Yeah, we've missed you. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I've, I've been having, it's a good time to be at the ballpark. The Giants have been fun to watch, but uh, um, it's been, uh, it's been a while since I've been able to sit down and enjoy a cigar. And I'm, I'm smoking a shorty tonight, so I'm hoping that uh, it will last through the entire mm. show. Uh, Randy, what uh, what did you go with as your Cameroon-wrapped uh, cigar for the evening? Well, I went with the godfather of Cameroon-wrapped cigars. I have in my hand an Arturo Fuente Reserva Don Carlos Bellicoso. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's a, a nice-looking nice cigar. Oh, it is fabulous. It was honestly one of my first uh, regular go-to cigars. Uh, first time I ever smoked it really jumped out at me and um, excited to put this to the test with the mojito here tonight. Beautiful. How about you, boys? Uh, I think both Jordan and I are going with the same cigar. We're going with the Espinosa and uh, General Collaboration, the War Zone. War Zone. Not to be confused with the Warhead, which I say exactly. every single time. I do it every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. I, I think I did that twice in the live on Monday. Uh, I was uh, actually going to smoke the Warzone, but then when I saw that you guys were smoking it, I figured I would go with a Baca from nice. uh, Roma Craft. But I'm smoking this little guy. Um, I pulled up a review just to have some details, uh, and I found it on this website called CigarDojo.com. Mm, never heard of it. Um, but I, it looks like you guys, you all reviewed the Pygmy, which is a 4x46. That's like a petite Corona. Well, that's all they came out with at the time. Uh, and yeah, they, they did release these sizes in kind of a staggering uh, type of scenario. I went with the, I have the Bantu, which is a 4 by 52 but still we're looking at maybe about a 40-minute smoke. So 
But the I, more I talk, the I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna guess that that size is better than the one we re- reviewed. I'm just gonna guess. I don't know, but I'm gonna guess that just because when I smoked the samples after IPCPR, there was a big ring gauge one which has not come out yet, and that thing was phenomenal. It was Lights amazing. Out. It was so good. Like I was just wishing. Phenomenal. I was just wishing that the one that had came out was was more like that. It's it's interesting. I've usually I'm the opposite. Right. With the ring gauge. Exactly. I think I want to have a smaller ring gauge, maybe get a bit more concentrated flavor from that wrapper. But um, what do you think it is about this particular blend? Not, I mean, just, just a quick shot in the dark that would make it better at a larger ring gauge. Well, the only thing I could figure, Robbie, and that's a great question. We, I guess we'd have to ask Skip Martin that question but or Mike Rosales. But I, the only thing I can figure is they did a really good job filling that cigar. The blend inside the cigar is really, really good. And... I'm sure the wrapper and the binder are good too, but for whatever reason, the the filling in that cigar was just better. There was just it had a great, like salty, sweet flavor that was really complex, and I just didn't get that with the the smaller And it had that uh, Cubanesque muskiness to it. it yeah, and it did. They, I didn't yeah. get that with the smaller one. <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I'm only theorizing. <clears throat> Well, just to break down the uh, the blend here, it's this is uh, we get real in depth with this. It's uh, at least according to this review. Like I said, I found it on CigarDojo.com, so I have no idea how reliable that is. But uh, it's got an African Cameroon wrapper, and uh, the binder and filler are undisclosed. Mmm. So uh, sounds that's, good. So that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's good. So that's uh, that will uh, not answer the question of why we think that possibly a larger ring gauge is tastier. But um, anyway, I've had uh, a handful. Randy and I, I went 50-50 on a box of these. Um, and I think, Randy, this is my second to last one. Oh, well, I bought a second box by myself. So if you needed a few. Uh... Copy that. Of course you did. Of course <laughs> you did. Uh, of course you did. So um, what do you want to do now? You want What do you want to talk about? Oh, well, you know, I mean, it's a pairing show. We might as well talk about my dog. I feel like I like I want to catch up. Like, what have, what have you guys been doing? But let's let's talk about the cocktail real quick. And then yep. uh, and then we can uh, shoot the breeze, as uh, they say. I'm going to take a real quick sip. Talk amongst yourselves for the next. Squig it. So I believe I believe the three of us, uh, Jordan, Eric and I are all drinking the recipe Brought to us by one uh, Rainier Lorenzo. No, it's Lorenzo. That's <laughs> how you pronounce that. I, I, I appreciate I believe Jordan has that. had an awful lot of caffeine today. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for him in advance. I think there's two, there's, so there's two, there's two major differences with Rainier's recipe from my normal mojito recipe. A... He does not make simple syrup. He just puts the sugar in the cup first and then muddles it with the lime juice and the and the mint. Old school, old fashioned. And then the, yeah. the biggie, the big difference, and the one that maybe puts this one over the top mm-hmm. is bitters at the end. Bitters oh. should be in every drink, guys. Interesting. Bitters I've I've never tried in here, but that's what type of rum uh, did you use? So we use the uh, Havana Club uh, seven okay. seven year. Okay. Awesome. That's what I was going to go with. Did you do like now you, or on your recipe? You do like the floater. Do you do? I did not do a floater. I didn't no? do a floater in this. I did not do a floater because I figured the bitters would be kind of the floater. Ah. The word floater conjures up a terrible image for me. <laughs> well, let high school stories aside. Let's keep moving. <laughs> uh, so I went with the most basic of basic recipes and i just picked it up off of liquor.com and it was i think it's two ounces of rum um it was a half ounce of simple syrup uh, 37 uh mint leaves um, (laughs) and uh, i think it's half an ounce of lime juice i added uh, a half ounce of elderflower liqueur as well Mm. Nice. And I, that's something I started doing a few years ago and it just, it adds, doesn't add too much sweetness, but it just kind of adds a rounded out flavor. There's a little bit, there's some aromatics to it for elderflower, uh, but there's also a little bit of a, like a berry fruity kind of thing. I don't know how else to describe it other than to say it tastes like elderflower liqueur. 
I like the sound of what you're saying. Sounds great. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. It, I gotta say though, Eric, there's actually I found three things that were unique about uh, Rainier's version. I know what you're gonna say. You know what it is? Yeah. He actually pitches it. You keep well. He referred to it as a stock. We usually call it the stem, but he he actually stock cut that there. Yes, yeah, stock, stock cut cured cut mint. mint in here to get muddled up. He um he talked about some additional flavor there. I think between that and the uh, bitters. I think we've got some similarities there with your uh, aromatic liqueur. Yeah, yeah. And I no, did I did the stock cut point. part too. Like uh, that's a cool idea. So I did that as well. Jordan is Patrick Larkin being completely like destructive and and uh, he's doing like a full on like cheerleader flipping off of your name. And I I put it up. I went along with it. And I put it right on up. Pat- Patrick, the recipe is coming right after the show, pal. I got you. <laughs> well, if he would watch, you know, if he would watch the dojo shows, he would have had the recipe himself. So he's he's pining. For, he's actually pining for my barbecue sauce recipe. Oh, he's, darn it! Uh, he's going for. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, guys, this this like uh, Robbie, you said you mentioned this earlier. You talked about <clears throat> Casa Fuente and and they make a great mojito. But it should be said that this is basic. This is a very, very standard pairing. Like this should be a killer pairing. I mean, a mojito with a cigar. Come on. Like, come on. That's like. I mean, that's like the basic. That's and I'm. That's why this show to me just seems like it's it's going to be a winner. It's going to be a winner. Well, they both they both uh, come from Cuba. Yes. You know, I mean, the concepts really both started in the same place. Um, uh, the 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 basic recipe. And uh, the mojito is an IBA official cocktail. And as you all remember from the last time I mentioned this, the IBA is the International Bartenders Association, which I did not know was a thing until I did some research on the old-fashioned last time we did a cocktail. But this uh, drink has been around for a long, long time. <clears throat> In fact, one of, the, uh, one of the theories is that it was invented by Sir Francis Drake, Wow! What? Uh, back back in the whatever 1817, 1642. I have no idea when Sir Francis Drake walked the earth or sailed the earth. Earth, I should say, pirated uh, the earth. That too. I mean, he was uh, he was a wily guy, from what I hear. Um, but uh, there's a boulevard named after him in San Francisco, right? Sir Francis there Drake is, Boulevard. No. Um, but apparently, he the, it was a cocktail that he called L. It's D-R-A-Q-U-E. I don't know if that's Drake or maybe just Drake. Dracula, maybe? Something along those lines. But it was made with brandy. Uh, It wasn't called a mojito, but it was basically the exact same thing. Um, And the initial recipe, as far back as you you can see, does it it calls for mint sprigs, not just mint leaves. It calls for the whole thing. So Rainier is being uh, pretty true to the original recipe when uh, he talks about that. I don't see any mention of adding bitters anywhere. So that's his, uh, that's the Rainier twist, which I will be trying on the next one that I have. Um, but, uh, yeah, the cocktail has been around for a long time and it originated in Cuba. Um, it's called, it's basically called the tradition Cuban highball and highball is really just kind of a generic term for a cocktail. Uh, my aunt loves to have a highball and to her that's, uh, 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 whiskey and ginger ale. So, I mean, everybody calls it something else, but uh, it's just, so it's, yeah, it's just basically uh, white rum, sugar. Um, uh, traditionally, it was sugar cane juice, uh, some lime juice, soda water, and mint. I did not use soda water today, boys. I topped mine. Yeah! Uh, Robbie, topped. that's exactly what we did. <laughs> Come topped on. It with topo. We topped it with topo. Get good good thinking, Robbie. That's your shock. There's a uh, an ad campaign for them. Top it with Topo. Ooh, <laughs> we should make that a shirt. That's Boom. why Robbie is a marketing genius. Yeah, I should. Uh, <laughs> well, I shouldn't have said it. I should have kept it to myself, and then <laughs> and then made up. millions. That's why. That's why Robbie's a marketing genius, but doesn't get paid all that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did uh, What did the Joker say? If you're good at something, never do it for free. Mm. Oops. Good uh, luck. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's kind of the background on the drink. I mean, it goes through a bunch of different iterations. Uh, there's, 
there's some interesting uh, ideas behind where the name came from, several different theories. Uh, apparently, there is a Cuban seasoning made from lime that's called mojo, M-O-J-O. It would be mojo, right, Randy? Um, did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. <clears throat> is that... Uh, oh, I was going to... Never mind. I'll change the topic there. Um, and uh, that's got... Uh, so they use that to kind of flavor dishes, so I think maybe that's where it came from. And there's also a, a, Spanish, a Spanish word... Mojadito, which is like a little wet. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. I, don't know. I don't know about Mojadito. that. Mo like, mojado is the Spanish wet. word for wet. Yeah, yeah, you can order your burrito mojado uh, when, when it's like drowning in sauce. Mm -hmm. uh, so mojadito would be like just a little bit wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family show, Randy. Um, hey, whoa. <laughs> I like getting my burritos mojado with the the salsa verde oh yeah yeah fire that is the business but anyway that's kind of the deal um mojito is one of the favorite drinks of ernest hemingway i got i got little tidbits i'll drop as we go throughout what the wasn't though come on yeah he liked the sauce that is true he was uh, he was a drinker have you guys read old man in the sea i've smoked it correct no i haven't <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good read. I recommend it. I try not to read if possible. I, that's I've heard that about you. Yeah, I've heard that. We'll, we'll try but, to remedy it. Well, to your point about um, the rapper, since we're clearly ready to move on from since the I, uh, did, cocktail I background. Uh, the um, <laughs> I love it. Bring us back on track. <laughs> well, there was a couple of few things that we talked about in choosing this this episode. Obviously, you gentlemen uh, were all able to attend TPE this year. I was not, unfortunately. But you guys had this great uh, experience at Casa Fuente. Fuente. Casa Fuente, that's what I said. And, uh, and you all came back and independently, all three of you raved about the pairing between a Arturo Fuente Cameroon wrapped cigar and a Mojito. So Casa I was kind of jealous. House blend. Right, that's that's what I was uh, going for. So, so that being said, we're we're smoking this uh, in this slot during the uh, season two because we're just wrapping up the the Sumatran wrapper, and it just so happens that depending on where you read, either Dutch or German settlers uh, took Sumatran seed tobacco into Central. Africa in the early 1900s, and that is where Cameroon wrapper uh, originally started. Uh, again, it's uh, it's often referred to as Central African tobacco rather than Cameroon, as the growing region is on the on the border of Cameroon, and so there is some tobacco that comes from over the border. You would think that I would know what the bordering country was, but I don't. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm drawing a blank on it right now, but uh, but this is you know one of those ones. It's very expensive uh, tobacco for several reasons. Uh, the region there in Cameroon and Central Africa in general has been fraught with with turbulent uh, you know um, climates, uh, 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 civil unrest, govern governmental changes over the years, uh, and it's also um, one of the uh, lighter raining regions that f that um, kind of necessitate uh, irrigation, which is not readily available in this area. So it's very very difficult to grow tobacco in this in this region. Uh, there's you know rivaling faction gangs that you know Jeez. put the the, the uh, farmers in peril. Yeah, it's, it's a wild story. It's a really fun uh, thing to look up. I, I did a lot of research uh, ahead of the Cigar Dojo review of Warzone and, um, and learned. Oh, that's right. Of... You reviewed the Warzone. Mm -hmm. Just smoking yeah, it... mighty fine right now. Oh, if, if, you're, if you're at all interested in going back and checking out the review, um, I'll, I'll spill the beans right now. I gave it a pretty decent score. I thought it was an excellent cigar. It really was representative of the flavor components um, thought of with the Cameroon wrapper specifically. Um, you know, one of the things about this wrapper, we often talk about um, so many uh, 
so many tobaccos that are very flavor forward and they're bigger and you know there's a whole connotation with you know adding Lajero, uh tobacco to drive bigger bolder flavor i think this is a great example um of a tobacco that is very full flavored while being very mild in in body and in in overall intensity it's uh very approachable easy going but has a ton of flavor in general uh the tobacco is known to be very toothy which you know if you read reviews in general or listen to people talk about uh cigars you might hear the the reference to toothy um it, it's a indication that visually the <laughs> the tobacco uh has a has a bit of a grit to it and um almost a sandpapery kind of grit and when, I didn't know this before looking into this tobacco is the tooth on cigar uh, wrappers are little pockets of of oil. Is everybody so bored that <laughs> Rob's on his phone? <laughs> Eric just kind of staring well, off into the abyss. It should be noted that Sensei is watching the abs game. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, uh, I apologize. I don't know if you knew this or not, Eric, but Jordan's been going to you while well, you've yeah. just been kind of. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry about that. Um, so, so anyhow, though, those, um, so I'm, I'm excited to learn that though, that the, that the little grit bumps that you see on, on a wrapper. And I always thought it was so cool when you smoke past them, they, they stay on the ash. Mm-hmm. So you see all those little bumps. Those are pockets of, of oil. Did you know that Rob? I did better I than, that. uh, better than plume. Am I right? Hey, hey, these are real. That's, that's actually a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so it, it it does stay um, we, uh, similarly to what we uh, some of the flavor components we talked about with the Sumatran wrappers. Uh, you do have a, a sweet characteristic. Again, you you find that in in those uh, little oil pockets. They're um, they're very flavorful. Have a sweetness. Um, from what I can tell, especially smoking this cigar right now. Uh, the difference, I would say, it's not quite as sweet as the Sumatran um, tobacco that we had smoked in the previous four episodes, and the it definitely has that that buttery um, kind of sweet cedar wood character, mm-hmm. and and then the spice isn't quite as much of a bite as we got from some of the Sumatran wrapped cigars. I feel like this more has that very light cinnamon. A little more um, jazz, I, a little finesse. Yeah, I you know between the butter finesse. and the cinnamon, I definitely you, you get that kind of um, uh, bread crust character. I very much get like a, a, a cinnamon toast crunch. Oh mm, yeah, type of note oh, yeah. From, from this tobacco that I find extremely enjoyable. But le- I would say less uh, caramel than with the with the Sumatras we've been doing. Mm, fair for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 like I said, yeah, definitely lighter on that sweetness. It's a little drier, yeah. kind of woody flavor. There's at least with the with the baca, I'm getting uh, a lot of uh, kind of an aromatic, uh, flowery kind of thing, and I think that has a little bit to do with what I have in my drink here. Um, but the the sweetness between the two is is jiving really well. I like the <clears throat> the the acid from the lime that uh, really does. I think kind of cleanse the palate a little bit. So I feel like every time I'm taking a puff of the cigar, I feel like I'm doing it on a fresh palate. Um, even like right now, I don't feel like I've been smoking a cigar. And I think uh, you mentioned it in your review here, um, Jordan, that uh, Skip says there's no Lajero in this. And um, I would 100% buy that because this has a ton of flavor and it does not have much strength really at all. Like I would almost even call this medium minus on the strength side of things uh it's not mild um i mean i guess depending on what you're used to but for me this is a very a very easy smoke uh this could be your first cigar of the day i don't think i'd like it with coffee um maybe i would i don't know it depends on the blend but or the uh, the roast and you know whatever flavor profile i'm getting but so far this uh this mojito is working out really really well i used uh, florida Kanye 12 uh, in this Ooh. particular one, um, I wanted to use the Havana Club, but I don't have that much of it left, uh, so I didn't want to switch rums if I, in case I make another one. So I'm with, uh, I went with Florida Cana. 
Uh, Randy, what rum? What kind of rum did you use? I went with Diplomatico. Ah, Diplomatico. So that's uh, Guatemalan. Mm. I what, think it's Gu- what did we use? Or Venezuela Havana Club. That's oh. cute. Right, right. Yeah. The real deal. The real deal. Or the Dominican one. No, I think it's the real. The real deal. It's the real deal. Robert, you use the the white rum though. No, no, no. Oh no. goodness, no. But <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I'm gonna say that uh, Robbie's on to this pairing. He he just he just said what I was yes. gonna get to, and that is it. there's essentially there's no flavor hook here. Like the two, I don't they don't complement each other in a flavor uh, perspective. But what they do do is do do. the the mojito completely clears your palate. It's fantastic. You love it. And then, boom, you smoke your cigar, you taste all the flavors of the cigar, and then, boom, you go into your mojito again, and it cleans your palate again. It's a different kind of pairing than we're used to on this show. I don't know if we've done one like this mm. that is good because it doesn't, doesn't have a hook. <laughs> it doesn't have a hook. Like Instead, it's like almost just it just clears you out, your palate out on each one, which I think makes it keeps like a fun. cool sensation on the palate, which kind of opens nope. up the palate to... Uh, receive the flavors of the cigar a little bit better. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I thought that was perfectly said. Also, I, I'm I'm totally with uh, how Rob described that. Is I feel like I could smoke back to back cigars a lot easier yes. and not even feel like you're kind of getting smoke logged or anything like right. this. It gives you a really fresh, um, you know, opportunity each time you bring the cigar to your uh, palate after uh, the, a swig of the beverage. This mojito uh, is, clarify, is shining, right? It's shining in this pairing. Like the mojito is, it is. shining. It, it, that's I, I would I would completely agree with that. I would also want to go back and say Diplomatico is from Venezuela, uh, not mm. Guatemala. I was I, I misspoke there. I, so then I think Zacapa might be from Guatemala. I don't. know. There's one that's from Guatemala. That's one of the bigger names. And I'm just maybe not. Maybe I'm just totally making that up. But uh, Diplomatico is from uh, from Venezuela. The to me, I think there. I I do have a bit of a flavor hook on my end, and it's just a bit of that sweetness, and maybe that's just a little bit generic. But there is that kind of. Uh, it's it's almost a simple syrupy kind of sweetness on both sides, um, that I'm that I'm getting, and and I could say that it's there, I could say that it's not, but to me, it just it adds a little bit, and maybe that's a little bit of difference in the blend that we're smoking, the cigars that we're smoking as well. But to me, there is, uh, and there, there's just a nice aromatic um, aspect on both sides. I, I, I'm, I'm smelling a bit of the uh, aroma of the cigar while I'm smoking it, uh, and it's standing out to me. Which aroma of the cigar while I'm smoking it, while it's sitting on the ashtray or whatever, usually doesn't stand out to me that much. Mm. Um, but uh, I am picking up uh, some nice, and maybe it's just because my palate is really, really, really clean because I haven't had a cigar in a while. So. Huh. Uh, Maybe that has something to do with it, but I, I think so far this uh, this pairing is definitely on the right track. Um, so what else is going on? Talk about okay. Well, the elephant in the room. We buried the lead, Randy. This is our one year anniversary. I was about to say, you know, we haven't got a chance to be on the air since uh, eclipsing a one year anniversary last week of our very first Flavor Odyssey episode. How does it feel to have been my partner for a year? <laughs> I I had a lot. My beard was a lot darker when we started. I went back and watched the first episode. It was all black and lush, you know. And now it's all white and and old. It's distinguished. Do you want that? Yes. I've, yes. Randy has made me very distinguished. <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been a blast, man. And I can't believe it's been a year already. Uh, although time kind of has stopped. I think, at least for me, it just. You tell me that it's holy crap! It's September already. It's like I don't know how that really happened, but uh, they say as you get older, and maybe we can ask Eric about this. Hey. As you get older, does time really go by faster? Is that is that a real thing? Of course, it's a real thing. It's a mathematical thing. I explained this at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. You did? <laughs> yeah. Did you? To uh, yeah. I, I don't want to bore people, but it, there's an actual it's kind of There's an actual mathematic reason why that happens. Do it. It's quick. Boom. All right, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> Just think, all right, just you got to think about this. When you are, uh, when you're one year old, right, one year is 100% of your life. When you're two years old, your perspective of your whole life, a a year represents just 50%. And when you're 10 years old, it represents, a year only represents one year. 10%. 10% of your life, right? 
So when by the time you're you're fifty, the one year is just representing such a small percentage of your overall life that it seems shorter. Science. And so that's why we perceive it that way. So it's it's perception. It is, of course, it has to be perception. I mean, a year is a year. Well, right? I was asking if time actually went faster. Well, the perception like dog years now where like one year for me is seven years for you kind of yeah kind of (laughs) kind of pretty much something like that he's not seven times older than you (laughs) that's fair (laughs) he's like two weeks older than me is really the truth i like to play it up uh and eric's a good sport and i haven't been able to do it in like three weeks so i've got a whole lot of that built up (laughs) but yeah man a year already that's crazy and we're halfway through season two um, which is, uh, so as the, as the years go on, we'll have more and more seasons. So it's the same thing. Our perception of time as we do more seasons is just blown out of water. Science. By, by, by the fifth year, we're going to be on our 30th season. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Rob's that good with math. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I nail percentages, but this was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm off by 37%. You guys, but, we are together. You Jeez, guys are all. Gonna, you're gonna all be thinking about that tonight when you're in bed. Oh, that, cheers. That's good. Negative. But cheers. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy hey, anniversary. In, in, in honor of Flavor Odyssey, in honor of one Kinsel, I, I, I say we are toast. Salute. <laughs> Randy, you got anybody bringing you refills or what? Uh, no, I have a a beer here. Though, so. <laughs> Randy's got one on back, back up. I uh, I. I've got a I've got a Tonya in the fridge just in case I need to go for a backup. Ah, nice. I didn't know you could buy Tonya in the states. Oh yeah, that's uh, that blows me away. I don't. I mean, it probably doesn't taste it. Not as quite good. as fun. Well, I gotta ask since, since we we talked about you know you weren't around for our anniversary last week, Rob. Did you get a chance to check out any of the programming? We uh, I was obviously in Denver. I got to do Flavor Odyssey last week with uh, Eric and Jordan there in Dojo headquarters. And then we had uh, an epic weekend hosting the inaugural virtual Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Did you get, get a chance to check out any of our uh, programming? That just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Inaugural virtual. Uh, <laughs> Dojo Mountain a, Cigar Fest. It's a great It handle was the there. first um, annual <laughs> Dojo Mountain Cigar Fest. Indeed. I was able to tune in to the episodes live and interact with the audience a little bit I, but I was at the ballpark so i couldn't have the volume on uh but it looked like you guys were having a great time i have not been able to go back and watch uh other episodes yet it's been uh like i said this is the first cigar this is probably the second cigar i've had since our last uh since the last show that i did so it's it's been uh busy times on the home front but um we've i've got another anniversary coming up my wife and i will be celebrating our 10th anniversary this saturday uh, Randy, you, uh, you and your lovely wife had a, an anniversary fairly recently, right? We did. We did about a month ago. Yeah. So that's, there's a whole lot going on in September. I, I, I get a year older. Randy, you got a year older. I still mm. have your birthday present, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. I'm looking forward to that. Eventually you're going to have to pick it up. Great. Or, or I'm going to drink it. It's, I mean. Oh, it's a libation. One, one, oh, I did. I just gave that away. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, now, now, Robbie, that, see, now that works in reverse. But now think about this. When you were married one year, say you were 30, I don't know how old you were, but say you were 30, on your first year anniversary, that was only one thirtieth of your life that you'd been married. But now, let's just say you're 40, and that's 10 years. Now that's, you know, 25% of your, of your life. Yeah, see how that works? So much math. I have no idea what that means, but yeah, yeah there's, I'm, some, I'm, there's some truth there. There is, and the universe expands every day. <laughs> like it's, it expands into nothing. Like, what's the universe expand into? What's the other stuff? I think we're drunk. If everybody in the audience can recall, Rob started out double fisted, and I think it's starting to show. Yes, <laughs> Rob, which one is better? Yeah, what's the, the what's the better oh, one? The uh, the dark rum version is 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 <laughs> the head and shoulders. Uh, nice. Above. Why, um, why, why do you, why do you say that? What's tell us why? It has so much more depth of flavor. Mm. I mean, really, if you if you were to take a sip of a, and the other uh, rum that I used was um, uh, basic Bacardi, just a simple Bacardi. If you were to take a sip of Bacardi on its own, 
and then take a sip of Florida Cana 12 on its own. Um, Florida Cana has been aged in barrels for 12 years. Um, so it's, we've talked about this a lot. It's the, the barrels impart a lot of flavor. Um, <clears throat> so there's just more happening. Gotcha. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. I was going to come up with a weird analogy, but I think I'll just stick with that one. Cause that's pretty straightforward, but it, it's, it's a little bit sweeter. It's a little, it's got a bit more depth to it. <clears throat> it's almost like smoking a, uh, smoking a uh, Connecticut, a Connecticut shade cigar next to a uh, Connecticut broadleaf a wrapped cigar. I mean, you're running into just a, a, a myriad of different flavors between the two. So they're both very good and they're both very drinkable. Uh, I've finished one, I'm on to the other, but uh, the, the dark rum version is almost gone and the Bacardi version is Remains. sitting here watering. So. Dana! Uh, <laughs> so I do want to, but I do want to give the um, the uh, bitters a shot. That's interesting. I never thought about putting bitters in here. Yeah, nor did I until I saw that uh, Rainier did that. Rainier. Yeah, Rainier was uh, talking about he went to this bar uh, outside or in the center of Havana, Cuba, and tried it, said it was the best uh, mojito of his life, asked what the restaurant did, and uh, made it his, his own, but... Yeah, and how do you pronounce that? The Agonostra, Angostura, Angostura, Agonorsa bitters <laughs> coming soon. Uh, Angostura somebody, actually somebody makes somebody memo Terrence. It's, it's brilliant. The Agonorsa bitters. Uh, Angostura <laughs> actually makes rum as well. There is oh, the, it's the it's the brand name. It's not yeah. what's in it. Oh it no, it is the it is well. I think th there are different types of bitters. There's Peychaud's bitters. There's orange bitters. Um, there, I've got some cherry bitters, chocolate bitters. There's all kinds of different, um, uh, different iterations. And now there's, you know, all the hipsters. They make everything. So you've got like grapefruit bitters and all kinds of random stuff. Um, not that we've made them at home. Maybe we have. I can either confirm or deny. But uh, uh, Angostura bitters are, are kind of the basic. I don't know what you would call them. Um, classic style bitters, I guess. But uh, the brand also does have a have a rum that is quite tasty. <clears throat> I think Peychaud's is is older, but yeah, you're right. Angostura is the one that when you go to the grocery store, they have that one on the shelf. Yeah, Peychaud's has a uh, bit of a black licorice kind of flavor to it. Uh, it's a it's a very different vibe. Um, oh, totally. I, like, I do them both, like in almost every every drink. Just do them both. Really? That's that's uh, so you're basically making every drink that you make is original version of whatever it is that you're making. Pretty much. Good luck. What's that like? It's just amazing to be me. Just... <laughs> <laughs> like, like how how can you even just how can you be that cool? I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like there's a lot of pressure there. Yeah. Just to constantly be that awesome. I do it, though. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm catching it. up on everybody. I've been really nice to Randy so far. I need to come up with something to say about him. No. Uh, well, on that on that note, um, I got the <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning, so maybe we can just start wrapping this up. <laughs> <laughs> 4 o'clock no. in the morning. Hold oh, on. yeah. It was, a, it, it, it was a long one. I, I had to work the packaging line at the brewery today. Oh. Leads to early morning. So I am going to go ahead and say um, I actually like um, both the things you said, Rob. I think that the, that that mint, you know, the the uh, the bitters, I think, do add a really nice um, kind of note. But they also help clean the palate and uh, kind of reset for the cigar. Uh, so um, we also talked about um, it's a pretty mild uh, intensity. Not mild in flavor, but mild intensity and strength on the cigar. Medium minus, I think, is, is how you pegged it. And, uh, and, and while it is a very mint-forward cocktail, there's not a ton of uh, strong flavor. You know, the club soda really, really kind of knocks down some of the bite from the, from the alcohol. And so uh, I, th I think it was dead on on, on intensity. I thought they were very easy, uh, approachable uh, both cocktail and cigar. And I really like that you pointed out the sweetness as a flavor hook. I'm going with that as well. I'm giving this a thumbs up. 
Beautiful. I'm on board. Thumbs up for me as well um, <clears throat> for all the things that Randy just said because I said them earlier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's to me, it's the the, the lime and that uh, that uh, spark of acidity uh, from the lime really does kind of clean the palate and. Uh, sometimes that can get in the way of a flavor of a cigar that's like got a heavier flavor to it. There's nothing really heavy about these cigars. There's <clears throat> there's a lot of flavor, but it's it, it's it's all very delicate. It's not um, nothing is kind of getting jammed into your palate, and it just it it settles fresh on the palate. <clears throat> you take a sip of the cocktail. There's a lot of sparkling water in there that helps clean the palate. There's uh, that lime in there as well, that burst of acidity, as I said, some of the citrus in there as well, just kind of cleans the palate. And it's, they go really well together, a little sweetness on the flavor hook. But I mean, as, uh, as uh, Eric said, I don't even know that we really even need to have one. It's uh, a real nice experience on both ends. There's well, this our nothing's first, getting run over. Our first hookless thumbs up pairing. Yeah, kind of. No hook. This is the ult- this is the ultimate like doesn't it just make you feel like you're on vacation? Oh. I mean, this pairing makes me feel like I'm on vacation. I could be on a beach in the Dominican Republic or I could be at Casa Fuente or I could be like, in a mall in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it does make me feel like, you know, like this is like a vacation style pairing. And I like that because, you know, cigars are so much you know, when you're sitting around enjoying them, taking the time, you know, makes you think of other things. And this definitely makes me think of, you know, traveling and whatnot. And I, I need to do this pairing more often. I used to yeah. do it a lot, Jordan. We used to do this pairing all the time. I, naturally, I would think to pair this with uh, Connecticut. But, like, and I think this is probably about as bold as you'd want to go. But this is this is better, I think, than a Connecticut. There's there's more flavor from the cigar. And, uh, man, that's just so refreshing. Yep. Can't get over yeah. it. And, and depending on the Connecticut that you would go with, I could think you could run it over a bit with the flavor from the cocktail, um, <clears throat> but you could also run into some combating flavors there too. You can get a Connecticut that's got you know a fair amount of spice to it, one of those like souped-up Connecticuts. If you get a lot of pepper spice, which I mean you normally don't think of that in a Connecticut shade, but uh, some of the stuff nowadays, like a uh, Rosa Sharon, for example, has a, a bit of a pepper spicy kick to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would go well at all. You know, I mean, that cigar is great, but I just don't know if I would want to make that pairing. This is this is probably not the easiest <clears throat> of drinks to pair with, but uh, I think we definitely found uh, a wrapper and a blend style that works with it for sure. I, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, the Fuentes, they know what they're doing. Mm, mm-hmm. no, they're no slouches. Yeah. I'd love to know what they do uh, with their mojitos. What they, There's got to be something in there. You guys ever go to the rum bar in Vegas? I think it closed. It's closed, but they they made a killer one too, and they would actually put like a like a sugar cane husk of Ooh. some sort into the drink. Oh, as a garnish. Yeah, interesting. Nice, interesting. Well, <clears throat> that uh, that wraps up the pairing for this week, Randy. We've got uh, we're starting a whole new wrapper next week. Oh, we haven't gone yeah. over. We have a lot of catch up to do. To uh, or, or did we already set the pairings for this one? I honestly can't remember. We it's been... have set the pairings. <laughs> uh, we know what we're smoking for sure. <laughs> for sure we know what we're smoking. And more importantly, we know who we have as a guest to kick off the next rapper. One of the uh, uh, you know, most common and sought after rappers uh, in premium cigars. We will be smoking... Habano rappers uh, for the next four episodes. And yeah, we baby. Will that off next week. Eric, we are confirmed on this, right? Yes. We have the one, the only, the incomparable Klaus Kellner yep. coming on Beautiful. to. Uh, Gonna drop some knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Make me look like a. Uh, I'll just sit there quietly. I don't even know what I'll say with Klaus Kellner on, on a show that I'll I'm take, on. I'll take that bet. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit there quietly. I'll give you odds on that. Ten to one. <laughs> so we, so we, will be, uh, we will be smoking the late hour next week with Klaus. And uh, we will uh, update you on the order and the pairings coming up. But the cigars that we will be smoking will be the original My Father, the... Uh, Casa Cuevas La Mandaria. We will be smoking the Aganor Salif Habano. And we will be smoking. Oh, and I said the late hour already. That's all four, right? Yep. Did no. I name four? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay, perfect. 
Um, so very excited. Uh, we're going to be very pumped to, to go through that and have Klaus give us uh, some knowledge on this wrapper and how it grows and, and how they manage it and what flavor profiles that they look for and, and why they, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to hear the story about late hour. Anybody that follows the show knows that the very first premium cigar I've ever smoked in my life was the Davidoff late hour. And obviously, I do. Well, you know, like (laughs) I draw it all back to this one cigar that obviously impressed uh, upon me enough to get into this to where I just celebrated my one year anniversary doing a live cigar show with you fellas. So. uh, So, yeah, late hours pretty near and dear to my heart. Beautiful. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've never actually met. I mean, I've met Klaus, but I've never had uh, any sort of like meaningful conversation with him. So that will be um, Eric. I know you, he, uh, you and uh, Klaus go way back, but uh, this will be my first chance to chat with him. So that's exciting. Uh, again, the late hour. We'll let you guys know. Uh, we'll do a live. Uh, maybe I'll make Randy do this one. I was gonna say I'm gonna have to step up to the plate and start doing some of these Monday. Well, you had an opportunity. Like, I'm doing the lives on episodes I'm not even in. Well, you know, I, I think that was you paying dues for skipping on episodes. Randy, <laughs> I, I could have sworn at some point you were going to do like an actual Drew Estate read. Oh, I was. I was. You, would you like one? Yes. <laughs> oh, and you know, I'd like one. You know, totally you, know, you, know, you know what we didn't do was we didn't think our other show sponsors smoke in for these fabulous cigars, everything smoked on Flavor Odyssey comes from Smoke In. Check out SmokeIn.com for some of the most premium cigars in the world. Uh, of those premium cigars, you can always find Drew Estate cigars at Smoke In. We at a Flavor Odyssey are happy to be presented by our friends at Drew Estate. Drew Estate has cigars for every kind of smoker, whether it's something sweet for the heat like Deadwood Sweet Jane something refined and Cubanesque like Herrera Esteli, or something to celebrate a special occasion like Liga Privada, Drew Estate has you covered. You can find Drew Estate anywhere cigars are sold. Head to drewestate.com forward slash store locator to find the shop nearest you. And Rob, experience the rebirth of cigars. Absolutely. I I experience the rebirth whenever possible. I do uh, enjoy... Totally inappropriate. <laughs> Is it? I, 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 I do partake. They, they, uh, they make some good cigars. That Year of the Rat is legit. That's If you have oh. that, <clears throat> you have to get your hands on that. It is very, very good. Um, so we'll be in touch uh, early next week with the pairings uh, for the, the rest of these, uh, of these shows coming up for the Habano episodes. Uh, we'll also get those posted on the website as soon as we can. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, it's great to be back. I'll be back next week. Hopefully, I won't miss any more episodes. Uh, there is one that I could possibly have to miss. Uh, it's the second to last week in September, I think. Uh, maybe. But for now, uh, we're hopeful that uh, I won't have to miss any more. That'd be great. But uh, it's great to be back. Had a lot of fun tonight. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, everybody, listening on podcast. Really appreciate you guys. I hope everybody has a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. And we'll see you all next week.